One reason the slight edge is so widely ignored, unnoticed, and undervalued is that our culture tends to worship the idea of the big break. We celebrate that dramatic discovery, the big breakthrough that catapults the hero into a new place. In other words, we buy lottery tickets. Welcome to Philosopher Insights, the podcast that delivers wisdom in minutes a day that you can put into practice daily and strive to master over a lifetime. The podcast committed to sharing ideas that encourage you to bridge the gap between who you are today and the person you aspire to be in the future. Hi, my name is Herb Lamba and welcome to my podcast where I will share practical insights from the world's best authors. Knowledge is not power. Applied knowledge is. The quest to become the best version of you starts right now. Hi, and welcome to Philosopher Insights. My name is Herb Lamba. Today, we're discussing the slight edge, turning simple disciplines into massive success and happiness. The author of the book is Jeff Olson. This book is published in 2013. I wanted to share a number of my favorite insights, starting with the missing ingredient, the slight edge at work, slight edge secret, easy to do, easy not to do, the instant life, blame versus responsibility, and finishing off with the slight edge habits. So let's start with the introduction. Quote, the things that take you out of failure and up towards survival and success are simple. So simple, in fact, that it's easy to overlook them. Extremely easy to overlook them. It's easy to overlook them because when you look at them, they seem insignificant. They're not big, sweeping things that take huge effort. They're not heroic or dramatic. Mostly, they're just little things you do every day and that nobody else even notices. They are things that are so simple to do, yet successful people actually do them, while unsuccessful people only look at them and don't take action. Things like taking a few dollars out of a paycheck, putting it into savings, and leaving it there, or doing a few minutes of exercise every day and not skipping it, or reading 10 pages of an inspiring, educational, life-changing book every day. Little things that seem insignificant in the doing, yet when compounded over time, yield big results. That, in a nutshell, is the slight edge. When people are looking down the barrel of failure in their lives, they will do whatever it takes to get themselves moving, something, anything, to start climbing upward toward the point of survival. And then, once they get to the point where they're keeping their heads above water, they start heading back down again. As they start getting close enough to the failure line that they can see it coming, they go, whoops, I'm heading towards failure. And then they do whatever it takes to turn the trajectory around and start heading back up, and the cycle repeats. As I began examining my successes and failures, what I gradually realized was that the very same activities that had rescued me from failure, that had carried me from the failure line up to the survival line, would also rescue me from average and carry me from the survival line to the success line, if I would just keep doing them. That is the only reason our lives follow that roller coaster. It's that simple. As soon as we get away from failure and up past the line of survival, we quit doing the things that got us there. End quote. In my journey through volumes of personal development books, there exists one true gem that has captured my heart and mind. The Slight Edge by author Jeff Olson. This masterpiece, which stands tall as my all-time favorite, is not merely a testament to Olson's exceptional writing, and reader-friendly style. It's the philosophy embedded within these pages that resonates with me on such a profound level. The crux of the slight edge lies in a simple yet profound notion. Most of us are already cognizant of the actions needed to improve our lives, our health, nurture better relationships, and advance in our careers. 
However, the challenge arises in the consistency of our actions, as we often falter in our endeavors before seeing substantial results. Insight number one, the missing ingredient. Quote, time to pull away the curtain and share that secret. Ready? Here it comes. This is it. The secret ingredient is your philosophy. By your philosophy, all I mean is changing the way you think about simple, everyday things. Once you do, then you will take the steps you need to take to lead you to the how-tos you need. Let me put it this way. If you don't change how you think about these simple, everyday things, then no amount of how-tos will get you anywhere or give you true solutions. Because it's not the hows that do it. It's how you do the hows. Focusing on the actions, the what-to-dos, and the how-to-do-its is not enough. Because it's the attitude behind the actions that keep those actions in place. Yes, you have to know the winning how-to action. And you have to possess the winning attitude. But what generates all that and keeps it all in place is your philosophy. Your philosophy is what you know, how you hold it, and how it affects what you do. End quote. Whenever I hear the word philosophy, it reminds me of the late, great Jim Rohn, and here is parallel wisdom from his great book, The Five Major Pieces of the Life Puzzle, where he says, quote, A major factor in determining how our lives turn out is the way we choose to think. Everything that goes on inside the human mind in the form of thoughts, ideas, and information forms our personal philosophy. Our philosophy, then, influences our habits and behaviors, and this is really where it all begins, end quote. Ultimately, it is your philosophy that creates your attitude, your actions, and your results, which in turn creates your life. In today's world, it's quite common to witness the majority of people adhering to a flawed philosophy. Many people seem to be waiting for external factors to improve before they take charge of their lives. Whether it's hoping for a better government, an improved education system, a higher salary from their employer, or even for their kids to leave home before pursuing their own dreams and goals. Sadly, these beliefs they hold about life often prove to be detrimental, hindering their progress and potential for success. It's safe to say that they harbor a poor philosophy. Insight number two, slight edge is working now. Quote, the single most important thing I can tell you about the slight edge is this. It's already working right now, either for you or against you. So don't wait. My hope for you, my request for you, is that before you reach the last page of this book, you will have put into place a slight edge financial plan for yourself so that you are consistently building equity. Some simple, daily, weekly, or monthly discipline that over time will buy your financial freedom. Easy to do? Surprisingly so. Easy not to do? Tragically so. You're never too old and it's never too late to start applying slight edge tactics to achieve your dreams, financial or otherwise. My point is simply that there is a cost to waiting. It's never too late to start. It's always too late to wait. End quote. You know what's really crucial to understand? Whether you're fully aware of it or not, the slight edge is always at play in your life. It's that small but powerful force that has brought you to where you are today whether you like the idea or not. The thing about the slight edge is that it never stops working. When you consistently take those simple, productive actions over time, it works in your favor and propels you forward. It's like this persistent, unstoppable force that can bring about positive change. But on the flip side, 
If you repeatedly make simple errors in judgment over time, the slight edge can work against you. It's a bit sneaky like that. Insight number three, the slight edge secret. Quote, there are those for whom life somehow just seems to work, but they sure aren't the majority. I've been looking at this for a few decades now, and my observation is that about one person in 20 is achieving a significant measure of his or her goals in life. One in 20, or about 5%, which means that 95% are either failing or falling short. What are the 5% doing that the other 95% are not? Hey, we all want our lives to be successful. We all hope for it and wish for it. And you know what? We all deserve it too. But the 5% get it, and the 95% don't. Why is that? There is only one difference, the slight edge. The 5% all understand the power of the slight edge and how it works for or against them. They may not use the words the slight edge to describe it. They may not even see what they are doing as being guided by a philosophy. But that is exactly what it is. End quote. You know what's really awesome about this? Success has nothing to do with your genes, your education, how you look, your talents, or even what you inherit. Seriously, none of that stuff plays a role in determining whether you'll succeed or not. It's all about something else entirely. It comes down to understanding the slight edge and applying simple daily disciplines in your life consistently over time. Quote, that is the difference between the 5% and everyone else. They know how to use the slight edge to get what they want in life, and they do it. They do the thing and gain the power, end quote. Insight number four, easy to do, easy not to do. Quote, if the slight edge habits are so easy to do and will lead to phenomenal success, why doesn't everyone do them, end quote. Olson gives us three primary reasons for this, and it really makes you think, especially if you're on board with the slight edge philosophy. The burning question is, why on earth doesn't everyone fall? Firstly, it's because the actions required are actually easy to do. I mean, everything we need to do to transform our lives for the better is surprisingly simple. Most people know what they need to do, but for some reason, they just don't do it. Take reading 10 pages a day for personal growth or going for a short walk around the block for better health. It's not rocket science. It's easy. Yet despite its simplicity, many folks struggle to do it consistently. The second reason is that the results of these actions are pretty much invisible. And you know what? This is a huge factor contributing to why so many people fail to reach their full potential in life. When you can't immediately see the impact of your efforts, it's easy to lose motivation and give up. Quote, One reason the slight edge is so widely ignored, unnoticed, and undervalued is that our culture tends to worship the idea of the big break. We celebrate that dramatic discovery, the big breakthrough that catapults the hero into a new place. In other words, we buy lottery tickets. The truth of breakthroughs and lucky breaks is that yes, they do happen, but they don't happen out of thin air. They are grown like a crop, cultivated, and ultimately harvested. The problem is, as I mentioned last chapter, that in our culture we're trained to think we can skip the middle step and leap directly from plant to harvest. And it's a complete and utter myth, end quote. The whole process of achieving our objectives is like planting seeds, cultivating them, and finally harvesting the fruits of our labor. But you know what? There's a significant challenge we face. The often lengthy gap between planting and harvesting. Think about it. When you plant a seed, you don't get instant results. It takes time, effort, and patience to see the seed grow 
into a strong, healthy plant. You need to nurture it, water it, protect it from external threats, and give it the right environment to flourish. The third reason why many people don't follow the slight edge philosophy is that the actions involved might seem insignificant. In reality, the line between success and failure is so thin that it often slips by unnoticed. Now here is something to ponder. Does what you're doing right now really matter? You bet it does. More than you might even realize. Those seemingly simple and mundane activities might not feel like a big deal, but they hold more power than you think. Picture this. Every time you skip taking action on those little things, you unknowingly shift towards the failure curve. It's like you're gradually eroding your ability to trust yourself in the future. But when you're consistently following through on those small actions, you set yourself up on the success curve. Here is parallel wisdom from Darren Hardy and his great book, The Compound Effect, where he says, quote, The compound effect is the principle of reaping huge rewards from a series of small, smart choices. What's most interesting about this process to me is that even though the results are massive, the steps in the moment don't feel significant. Whether you're using this strategy for improving your health, relationships, finances, or anything else for that matter, the changes are so subtle, they're almost imperceptible. These small changes offer little or no immediate result, no big win, no obvious I told you so payoff. So why bother? End quote. Insight number five, the instant life. Quote, in a world filled with instant coffee, instant breakfast, instant credit, instant shopping, instant information, 24-7 news, we have come dangerously close to losing touch with the reality and believing we have access to an instant life. But life is not a clickable link, end quote. You know what's interesting? Many people tend to overlook the natural progression of life. It's like this three-step process. You plant, then you cultivate, and finally you harvest. You can't just leap from planting to harvesting expecting an instant life with immediate results. Let me give you an example we've all seen before. There are those who hit the gym all pumped up for about 10 days. But when they don't see any significant change, they throw in the towel and quit. They forget that achieving results takes time and consistent effort. And it's just not in fitness. Think about all those dream chasers out there. They decide to pursue their dreams with excitement and enthusiasm. But as soon as they encounter a few obstacles along the way, they vanish like the wind, giving up on their dreams prematurely. But here's the deal. Real progress and success don't happen overnight. It's like tending to a garden. You plant the seeds of your dreams, nurture them through your hard work and perseverance, and eventually you'll reap the rewards of your efforts. Insight number five, blame versus responsibility. Quote, if you want to measure where you are, if you want to know whether you are on the success curve or on the failure curve, or if you want to assess anyone else and determine which curve they're on, here's how. There is one attitude, one state of mind, which overwhelmingly predominates either side of the curve. The predominant state of mind displayed by those people on the failure curve is blame. The predominant state of mind displayed by those on the success curve is responsibility. The five percenters who dwell on the upper curve know there are no excuses. They understand and accept the fact that nobody can do it to them and nobody can do it for them, end quote. All right, let's take a moment to look at your own life. Are you caught up in the blame game, or are you actually taking full ownership of what happens to you? It's a crucial question we all need to ask ourselves. Taking full responsibility might sound simple, but you know what? It's just as easy not to do it. That's where the real challenge lies for every one of us. 
It's like a crossroads where we have the choice to either step up and own our own actions or take the easier path of blaming others or circumstances for our situation. Insight number six, slight edge habits. The author lays out seven positive and productive habits of attitude and behavior that can set you on the right path towards achieving your dreams. So let's dive in and take a closer look at these game-changing habits. Habit number one, show up. Habit two, be consistent. Habit three, have a positive outlook. Habit four, be committed for the long haul. Habit five, cultivate a burning desire backed by faith. Habit six, be willing to pay the price. And habit seven, practice slight edge integrity. I strongly encourage you to read the book to go into depth on all seven habits, but let me share additional details on a few of my favorites. Show up. The majority of people that you ask about how they achieved what they did, they often say something like, I just decided to do it. This is a very empowering moment, the moment you decide and cut off all other options. Quote, all hope begins in the dark. It's a stubborn hope that if you show up, try and do the right thing every day, the dawn will show up, end quote. This reminds me of wisdom shared by Stephen Pressfield and put your ass where your heart wants to be, where he says, quote, Here's my frame of mind as I sit down to work. This is the day. There is no other day. This is the day. In other words, I release every thought that smacks of, maybe we can do this some other time. There is no other time. Today is the Super Bowl. Today is the day I give birth. Today is the day I die, end quote. There's real power in consistently showing up every day to put in the work. But here's the thing. How do you motivate yourself to do it? Well, the secret is to start small and gradually build from there. Taking those small steps consistently can make a significant difference and keep you moving towards your goals. So let's begin with those little actions and watch them grow into something truly remarkable. Be willing to pay the price. All right. Here's the first step to getting into this habit. You have to grasp the price you'll need to pay to achieve your dreams. Once you've got a clear idea of what it'll take, you make a conscious decision to pay that price. It's all about being fully aware of what you're signing up for and being committed to the journey. But hold on. If you find the price is just too steep for you, don't worry. You can still make it work. The trick is to adjust the size of your goal or dream so that it fits within the price you're willing to pay. It's about finding that sweet spot where you're motivated to go all in without feeling overwhelmed. And my favorite habit, practice slight edge integrity. Slight edge integrity is all about what you do when nobody else is looking. It's in those everyday moments when no one will ever know what you choose to do. Those seemingly insignificant moments that can define your true integrity. Sure, it's easy to put on a show and give the appearance that you're making things happen. But here's the truth. You can never fool yourself. Every time you act without integrity, you not only break trust with yourself, but you also fail to show the best version of who you are. Imagine a spotlight shining on you all day, every day. Those are the moments that put your personal integrity to the test. So, ask yourself, what are you truly committed to doing in those moments? It's during these times that your real character shines through and it's essential to stay true to your values and your principles. That concludes the insights I wanted to share for one of my favorite books of all time. I hope that one or more of these insights can support you on your journey to reaching your highest potential. If you enjoyed these insights, you will absolutely love this book. Until next time, stay curious and keep embracing the wonders of knowledge. Talk to you soon.
You've been listening to Philosopher Insights with your host, Herb Landon. If you enjoyed this episode and you'd like to support the podcast, please share it with others, post about it on social media, or leave a rating and review. Thanks again, and I'll see you next time.